And holy shit, you guys. <gasps> Do I have an amazing episode for you today? Today, we are talking to none other than the founder, the creator, the birth mother of one of the most kick-ass accounts on Instagram that I know. We are talking with Laura Fraser, who basically raised me as a teenager. And while I knew her, started this eloquent, beautiful, educational Instagram blog called Empower Puff Girl. And it's amazing. It's all about feminism and how you can educate yourself through feminism and through issues about race and she has all these books and she's in contact with a lot of like really cool really interesting and really important people and we just had an amazing conversation just she is such a beautiful and lovely and wonderful person and i'm so happy that she has this and just for the things that she's doing even outside of this like oh just what a whole hearted beautiful wonderful epic soul of a woman um, and today we are here to celebrate that, to celebrate her. So, oh my god, just, she's a treat. And you're, you're gonna see that throughout this episode. Hi, my name is Kate Luna, and welcome to And What About It, the podcast I made for me that I get to share with you. Hello. Hi, how are how you? How are you? <laughs> I'm good, I'm good. I'm so excited for you, Kate. Like, you're doing such cool things. I was oh, scrolling through your Instagram earlier just to, like, get your get the vibe of the podcast. And I'm just so stoked for you. It's so oh, cool. Thank you. I miss you. Oh, oh my goodness. miss you guys, too. Ugh. How's it going? How's, how's life? Life? Uh, life has been pretty, I don't know, it's been COVID, so it's been pretty upsy downsy but I mean it's been fine otherwise um yeah I I was working for like Estee Lauder and like Cody but I was running the Sephora accounts and like that just kept on being on and off so eventually I was like look like I can't keep on having a job and then not having a job yeah because the city kept on going locked down and then not locked down and people were just confused and also it was just like dangerous like I was going to uh like all these different malls every day and then you know I would get like a call like at least once a week being like hi you have to go get tested because somebody tested positive while you were there and I was like oh okay never yeah it was it was fucked so yeah so I just said no um and then now I'm just doing this and I'm writing a book and yeah and I'm just focusing on my own stuff right now while I got the time well right might as well shit like when are we ever gonna have this kind of time you know I mean hopefully not for much longer but we'll see wait are you in Nova Scotia I'm in New Brunswick right now New Brunswick okay that's that's yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. no the panorama hit and I was like I gotta go I can't 
I can't do this. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? Are you guys under strict lockdown too? Or like, no, not really? Um, yes and no. Like, so we really blew up, or not New Brunswick version of blown up, which isn't that many cases compared to Ontario. For their population, it's pretty big. So, um, yeah, so after the holidays, we blew up. And then it was like, we're in different, like, color zones so mm-hmm. right now we I, we were in red which meant like you're not really supposed to leave your house yeah now we're in orange which means like you can you can have a bubble of up to 10 people or whatever but should still be careful kind of thing but okay. yeah hasn't really changed my life any I just work hang out with my mom I'm currently living with my mom moved mm-hmm. back and uh, yeah, just getting through the year, just just figuring it out. I work for a university here. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of took that job like just as a whim after. So I was working for Blythe yes. in Toronto. So then yeah. panorama hit, and then I moved back home, finished that school year, and then I was like, I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah. And then I found a job here, um, working mostly with like newcomer kids. Right. There's a big um, Syrian population here. Oh, really? all yeah 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 that are you know adjusting to life in Canada so mm-hmm. I hook up with mentors and tutors and stuff which is like guidance counselory kind of stuff but yeah yeah that's yeah. good though yeah that's I mean it's that's really nice listen it's like a super chill job I had mm-hmm. I mean I've been working from home I haven't put on a pair of pants that has like a button on it <laughs> in months Kate like months <laughs> months so I mean so it's chill. I can work on Instagram and just see how it goes. Yeah. Well, that's actually one of the questions that I wanted to ask you. Yeah. Um, was like, so your blog and Powerpuff Girl. Yeah. I remember when you started that. I know. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Do, what do you, yeah. What do you want to <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. I don't know how you're like, what your vision is with this. Should I like start at the beginning? Do oh, you like on whatever you want? It, this is super chill and relaxed. So, it just it. let the conversation flow. What I, w- I was just gonna say, like, I remember when you started it, and yeah. I remember walking into like the boarding school office and you being like, "Oh, follow my new Instagram account." And I was like, "Okay." Like, I remember that was the day. The, yeah. the birth. The birth of Empower Puff Girl. Yep, it started at Havergal College. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, so I was finally out of school after mm-hmm. university and then grad school and then had time to, like, read what I wanted to read and learn what I wanted to learn. Not that I wasn't learning what I wanted to learn, but, like, specific things, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had, I mean, I majored in women's studies Mm-hmm. So, like, feminism and intersectional feminism and all that jazz was always an interest of mine. Yeah, which um, is why, I think that, wasn't that why you decided to take the job at Havergal? Because it was, like, young women. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, and I had just finished my master's in counseling. Mm-hmm. Um, and ultimately, I mean, at that point, wanted to be a guidance counselor. And this was, like, a cool little stepping stone of, like, working with girls and... Um, doing like a little bit of counseling guidance kind of stuff. Yeah. Very informally, obviously, but <laughs> yeah. So it kind of blended what I what I enjoyed and also gave me a lot of free time during the day to work on 
that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So my my friend, my dear friend Rachel, actually pushed me to start it. We were at a conference. We work at um we worked at a summer camp together, and we were mm -hmm. at like their camp conference. And I had brought a book with me to read on the flight, <clears throat> and she was like why don't you start an Instagram, like, posting all the books that you read, because, like, feminism is cool now, and, like, people want to read about it. Yeah. I, was, <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay, like, maybe I'll have, like, a couple followers, like, sure, like, I'll start, I'll take pictures of the books that I read, and, like, I'll show you them, I don't know. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then it just kind of grew from there, mm -hmm. which is bizarre. It's, like, yeah. it's still weird to me every day. To yeah, you, you have, like, 80,000 followers on that on that blog I do and I some do. of them are like are like actual like celebrities and influencers and like important people which is just kind of wild to me like it is it's it's silly it's silly but I'm honored yeah it's pretty well cool. it's silly in a good way yeah yeah no it's cool it's cool it's cool it's cool it's very it's interesting it's interesting because like it's not it really is not like me. Like there's nothing personal on it, really. Yeah. That's about me. Sometimes I'll show a picture of my dogs or like something stupid. But, yeah. I, yeah. So, but I think that's what people enjoy about it too. That it's pretty much anonymous. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. It's very interesting. And whenever, whenever I've posted like a poll or whatever on my story of like, do you want like do you want to know like more about yeah. my like whatever da 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 about and my life. Yeah, the poll has always been like, nah, we're okay. <laughs> like, nothing. Which is totally fine. I'm like, I'm yeah. by no means. That's not my, that's not what I'm good at. That's not my MO. So, and I'm, my personal life is really not that interesting right now. <laughs> I, you know, I read and I hang out with my dogs and I work. So, yeah. It's not, yeah. Yeah. Do you yeah. find it hard to keep up with like, <clears throat> how much you have to like read and post or do you or does that or like finding like books to read and stuff like is that like uh, does that sometimes become a struggle I wouldn't say it's a struggle if anything I have um a problem <laughs> with with books and finding book like too many books are on my list and like my library so I'm currently living in St. John, New Brunswick with my mom. Mm -hmm. My boyfriend lives in Halifax, mm -hmm. which has a beautiful library system. Like, mm -hmm. I am such a library nerd now because, yeah. like, how, how beautiful is it that you can find free books at the library? I just, I just, it's, great. it's amazing. Anywho, so they have a beautiful library system and they have so many new releases and so many, like, awesome books there that the library system here just does not. So I have currently like exceeded his holds list at his library on his library card as well as mine. We like went to the library as one of our first dates and I like he was like, yeah, of course I have a library card. Like you can check out as many. And I like literally had stacks of books. And he was like, wow, this is like the cheapest, most nicest date like we've been on. I was like, yeah, man, like let's go every day. Yeah. So yes, I never, I never run out of books. I wish I could say that I have a more structured like plan of when I post and how I post. Like I, mm -hmm. I wish that I <clears throat> used an app, like there's a bunch of app like Planoly or whatever, like where yeah. you can. Oh, um, you don't use any of those? I've tried. It stresses me out, Kate. Really? I've, 
because I use one like just from my own Instagram and like it's like if I don't use it then I I hate what I see yeah I I get it I think the structure of my Instagram with it being like now a white post and then a a book and then a white post and then a book it's just like it's pretty straightforward yeah like it's pretty upset myself pretty pretty set myself up pretty easy in that way because there's not it's not like I'm like editing every picture so that it fits like an aesthetic or like that Mm -hmm. kind of thing like it really because that's not that's not what I'm good at there's so many so many like awesome creators that are so good at that and that's Mm -hmm. just not you it's it's not me man so yes just keep it simple stupid yeah yeah I've tried to plan out I I try to make a plan as far as reading goes of like what I'm trying to read this week and what I'm trying to, I don't know, accomplish as far as content goes and figuring that out. But I wish, I wish I could say I had a a better plan, but I really don't. I really, truly don't. Even just like, um, like posting every day has been, um, a a commitment for this year. Yeah. Um, cause before I would, I would go a pretty long while without posting if I hadn't like finished a book yet or whatever mm-hmm. yeah well that's like the new Instagram algorithm is that if you don't like keep up to what you're doing it like fucks you over yeah 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 it's it's totally what I've noticed and I have I have noticed that my engagement is down and not that I not that I'm really like following too much of that it's interesting to mm-hmm. see because like my Instagram it it doesn't make me money it doesn't um you know it's more of like a side thing and like it's been cool to create a community on there and like mm-hmm. engage with the people that I've engaged with but um yeah I think I, I I would be more organized with it and more um yeah more worried about the algorithm if if I was making money from it but for now I'm I'm blessed to not have to worry about it but mm. you know in the future we'll see yeah would you ever want to grow like what you have now into like either other areas of social media or just in other ventures like <clears throat> of that kind of side of things yeah I mean I think it, it would be really cool it would be cool I and that's and that's where I say like I it literally is like by the seat of my pants that I figured that I figured this all out that like Mm I I wish I had a goal and wish I had a plan like that but I don't I don't know I don't know I don't know it's yeah I don't know (laughs) I I just think that my my goal is to like read and learn and then like help other people read and learn like at the end of the day I think my Instagram mostly although it's it's not geared for anyone in particular it's mostly like for similar people like like me who Mm -hmm. likely are white I would say most of my followers are probably white and willing to learn and trying to learn um and don't necessarily know where to start um Yeah, I get a lot of people messaging me questions about current events or feminism or, you know, race, anything like that, of people that just don't know where to start. Like, um, for me, starting university and sociology and women's studies and, um, you know, having these conversations every 
day, like that really set me up to be able to have those conversations. And then for, for even some of my friends who majored in like business or whatever it is that are like new to this kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's mostly for, for them or, or those are the followers that I have. So I don't know. It'd be really cool. It'd be really cool to to branch out like that. But I also I I I know that that's such a large commitment, and that yeah. takes like that takes creating content every day and planning yeah. out the content every day. And for now, I'm like still kind of straddling like the being successful in my um, you know my my professional work of like counseling and that kind of stuff, as well as Instagram. And some days, obviously, I need to do my job more than sit on Instagram, which is hard to do um, sometimes. But yeah, 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 yeah. I just, I, you know, I scroll through Instagram, I scroll through TikTok, and I see so many, like, awesome creators that are doing such cool things that I just, I don't know how to do necessarily. And though I'm learning, like, I don't know. I don't know. It's been in the back of my head. It's surely been in the back of my head. And what you're doing has absolutely been like an inspiration to see so many awesome people like creating things. And I really, maybe one day I'll like sit down and really like put my head into it. But for now, yeah. For now we like her as she is. We like her as she is. She's low key. She's low maintenance. Yeah. She posts when she wants. I even, I mean, even my one commitment, not even commitment, but... Yeah, no, it's been a growing commitment. Is posting TikToks on Tuesday, like my favorite TikToks of the week. Um, and really- I put TikTok Tuesday in, in my stories. Mm-hmm. And I, and I, like, some days it'll be like 11 o'clock, or the past few weeks, it'll be like 11 o'clock at night. And someone, so random, God love them, will message me being like, hi, are you going to post TikTok Tuesday today? And I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Like, even from that. Oh my like, God, people are expecting it. I know. I know. I was like, I, yeah, I need to put my head down and figure this out, but God love it. Yeah. So bottom line, yes, yes. I would love to work towards that. Um, I'm really thankful and um, grateful for what it has become with my minimal effort, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Maybe one day I'll put my head down and do it. Yeah. Cause I, cause going back to what um, I was going to ask you just in the beginning when I was like, Oh, I was going to ask you that um, <laughs> was, I was going to say like, how how do you balance like the time between like your professional job and then your Instagram job because uh but I feel like you kind of just answered it like you know it's it's a little bit more low maintenance like some days I'll focus on it more some days I'll focus on it less like it's not really totally yeah. I think I mean when I was working at Havergal um with you guys I had or you all I had way more time during the day like my yeah I, my days were free to do what I needed to do. If I was a Havergold on, like, let's say that the, the pandemic wasn't going on right now and I had the opportunity to be a Havergold on, I would, doing, I would be doing fuck all during the day. I would I, be doing all the Dixie and Charlie D'Amelio TikTok dances in the BSO with the door closed. I could only imagine, like, if we, if TikTok had really made it big when we were all there like that's all we would have been doing but and and don't get me wrong there were absolutely days that miss vivas and i were just eating noodles watching tv for a very long time do not get me wrong it was very easy to sleep that day away 
because yeah. we would we'd be up like super late sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. <sighs> which is fine. Um, so yeah, I'll say like during it, it depends what what job I was doing when I was working as a guidance counselor at Blythe, doing that seven to four, seven to five sometimes work. Yeah. I would come home and maybe read before bed, but man, that that was exhausting. So. Yeah, it definitely took a backseat during that year. But since working from home, since since COVID hit, like I've I've certainly had way more time on my hands, and I've certainly read a lot more, been able to to read a lot more, and therefore, you know, post more because I had yeah. more to post. Um, so yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I think working from home has been, um a blessing and a struggle as far as Instagram goes because it is is very easy for me to sit on Instagram and all of a sudden um three hours have passed and I haven't done what I need to do for that day <laughs> but I think that's the same for everyone but, yeah for sure uh, alas yeah alas. um what I love about Empower Puff Girls specifically is that I feel like you are trying to push literacy through media literacy. You put that so beautifully. Oh, thank you. I take that from you. Wow, wow, wow. I was proud of that, yeah. Uh, Wow. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I um, I think with this push of, like, social justice and feminism and learning really I think more people now more than ever like inclined to pick up a book and like listen to something that they're not used to or know nothing about Mm -hmm. um, which has been cool I mean especially over the summer with Black Lives Matter um, protests hope happening everywhere I definitely had more engagement um, you know from white girls who need to do the work yeah um, you know like we all do um, who were looking for books and didn't didn't know where to turn. And um, I th- I think that is the one caveat with that of like, yeah, we need to we need to read and we need to learn, but we also need to act. You yes. know, I I don't and I never wanted that to get confused as well. Of like, you know, we'll read a book, we'll start a book club, and then you know we'll be good. But yeah, yeah, I think that's that's where it started, and that's. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, w- I will say that's that's most of my m- books that I post to are, are mostly nonfiction. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not a fiction gal. I don't really like made up stories. I'd rather learn from someone's actual experiences than like, I don't know, a character's experiences. That's just me. That's just how I enjoy reading. But mm-hmm. um, but yeah, that's mostly mostly what I post and mostly what I want to put out into the world. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I answered your question. No, it, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it just it wasn't really a question. It was more of like a it was more of like a statement. Um it was like a state it was like a question and a statement, I guess. I don't know, it was just one of those. Um Yeah, no, but, I love that. I love that though. Um Yeah, and I'm appreciative that this is all coming at a time when people are ready to pick up a book and like go to the library and yes yeah and, and do the work and read about it and yeah mhm yeah um 
a lot of the books that you know like it, it it's it's good that you're not specifically um like it's not specifically just about feminism or you know like racial injustice like you you, you kind of talk about in your blog just like everything like from all sections of you know what should be considered like feminism but what is something like do you get like more demands for specific topics or do, or is there like a consistent theme of like what people seem to like enjoy more that's a really good question um yeah i would i would say I mean, the posts that I get the most likes on, the posts that I get the most engagement on, definitely have to do with feminism, definitely have to do with, um, um, I mean, throughout the summer posting, and even now, I'm I'm posting throughout the, the month of February, only um, black writers and black mm-hmm. educators books. I'm just looking at my book stack now, <laughs> like, what I have going on this month, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely not necessarily the the demand. That's that's kind of not the way that I would describe it. I I don't know. I and that's kind of the 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 beauty of of my page as well is that like I just I just kind of pick up what's interesting to me and then put it out into the universe and mm-hmm. um and and that's why I'm, I really enjoy it too, is that because I'm not depending on it for an income right now, I still, I still have my full-time job. Like I don't necessarily have to put out polls and say like, what do you want to hear from? What do you want to da, 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 da. Yeah. Like I can just be like, you know what? I found this book in the library and I really enjoyed it and you will too, you know? Yeah. Um, what has been the, what, sorry, I interrupted you. No, no, no. Go for it. Okay. I was going to say, what has been the, so far we're now in, the 16th of February, what has been, um, like your favorite of like this month that you've read? Sure. Um, I really enjoyed have them all here. Um, ugh. I'm reading. Da, 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 da. I'm still here. Um, by Austin Channing Brown. I just posted it today mm-hmm. is, um, a short read, uh, a quick, um, collection of essays um by yeah 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 um just about her experience of being a black person in a predominantly white space throughout her life whether it's school or her church that she attended or and then worked for I think as as like a youth group leader kind of thing Mm -hmm. um and that that's been one of my favorite reads um I'm also reading 400 souls right now, which is also a collection of essays by a lot of black um, writers and educators and activists. Um, and it kind of goes through um, the history, really, of, of how racism started in the U.S. and where it is today, yeah. and goes through each um, each kind of section of history with each writer talking about um, like something that they're passionate about. So throughout slavery, throughout Reconstruction, throughout um, civil rights, era which is which has been really interesting I'm, I'm getting more into um like historical nonfiction, like mm-hmm. true history that's something that I'm super interested in right now just because I know 
myself like I didn't I didn't learn any of that in school yeah like no none of it so that's that's what I'm focusing on right now do you ever get people challenging you oh yeah 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 there's I mean there's the classic trolls of of anybody that just types in hashtag feminism or hashtag black lives matter or whatever and then we'll go in and be like just say like hateful shit right yeah um but then I'll and those are an immediate like block like I'm just I'm just yeah it's not your space I'm not doing that yeah just don't have time for that no 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 no. because you because you know they're not they're not there to learn whereas I will have um probably a couple times a month of white women usually messaging me and saying like I don't I don't understand that or I don't like I don't know why you posted that or da 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 um normally normally in a in in an out of anger or that kind of thing but at the end of the day it's it's people that that haven't necessarily had that kind of exposure to those kind of topics before right yes um, who don't and my initial thought has always been not always but sometimes been um like ugh like I don't want to I don't want to have to friggin explain this to you which mm-hmm. is uh but then I, you know, I have to take a step and say, like, man, like I, you know, I was, I was blessed to be able to take women's studies and and learn from a lot of my friends and and read about it and have the tools to be able to do so. Um, and there's a lot of people that that don't. And at the end of the day, like it's white women's responsibility to to teach other white women, and it's no it's nobody else's. So. Yeah. At the end of the day, I'm like, God, I'm I, like, I'm glad that they DM'd me and not some, you know, black activist who, you know, they don't. That's that's not on them. No, no, no. So at the end of the day, it's, you know, I need to take a breath and like collect my resources and then I'll go back in and like have the, the conversation with them. Um, and usually those end up good. Usually those are like, oh, I didn't think of it like that. And, and like, I'll do more research and those people stick around. Of course, there's going to be a few that are like, this isn't da 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 which is cool. Fine. Like, this is my little corner of the internet. And if you don't want to be a part of it, then uh, cool beans, you know. <laughs> but yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I'd say there's there's those two categories, and one is an immediate block, and and one is like an opportunity for learning and and growth, which is cool too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> Thanks. I love it a lot. I I I get very inspired when I scroll through your your blog. I do. And I think that a lot of, well, it's obvious that a lot of other people do too. So it's good that you don't get, like, uh, bothered by, you know, maybe some people's, like, extreme, you know, reactions or whatever. Like, you know, because that would suck if you're just, like, getting bird shit every day. And you're, it was driving you crazy. It's really not every day. If anything, it's, like, it was a lot over the summer. Um, just, just because every day I was posting, um, you know, support for Black Lives Matter and, and Mm -hmm. resources for white people to learn and, and, and then what to do, like how to act afterwards. Um, so I mean that, 
that caused a little bit of an onslaught, but I'm, I've, I've been really lucky to not have a whole lot of hate come my way. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's coupled with the fact that the, the page is pretty anonymous. Like they don't, which is, which is kind of counterintuitive. I feel like when, I don't know, maybe when there's a face to it, you, you shouldn't be as unkind, but I feel like that's kind of hidden me in like a weird way. Do you know right. what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, it's less easy for people to target you because of the fact that your blog is a little bit more anonymous. Yeah. Yeah. In a twisted way. But, yeah, <laughs> I'll say, I will say it's not I, – I haven't really gotten a whole lot of, a whole lot of hate, which I'm, I'm thankful for. Mm-hmm. Do you <clears> think <throat> that it's important for everyone – because now activism, especially through social media, is huge. Like, even – like, even in Toronto, there was a lot of, like, lists and stuff that were going around that I was seeing on people's stories. Um, do you uh, do you think that every it is everyone's responsibility to be an activist on, on any platform that they have? Because some people are and some people are not. Like, I'm a bit more quiet about those kinds of things on uh, on my social media accounts. Just yeah. because I know what I'm doing beyond that. And okay. I don't feel like I have to show that, like, on uh, on a platform. And also my platform right now is not large. And it's mostly a community of people who already know me and know who I am as a person. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so do you, do you – but do you think that, like – activism and not necessarily in the way that you're doing it but just in general should be seen like across the board or like what do you think about that yeah I mean that's a tough one and I feel like it's something that's evolving as well with COVID like uh, yeah I've I've had this conversation a lot with you know with friends and even family of mine too of like you know, what are you doing if you're not posting it on your, on your, your socials, right? Which, which is so, such a bizarre way to, to think of it. Mm -hmm. Um, because I agree with you. I totally agree with you. Like I, I, I know exactly who you are and I know exactly what you would be doing. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you would need to put it on your Facebook, Instagram, whatever it is. Um, and yeah, it, it, there's that part of it, and then there's the the part that I heard over and over over the summer and throughout the fall of like being silent, like isn't no is no longer an option. Like being yeah. being silent through it all isn't an option. Which doesn't mean that you're not doing it in your own personal life, and that doesn't mean that you're not having those um, like hard conversations with the people that you love about it. But yeah. I don't know, especially in the time of COVID when, like, our opinions and our voices, like, are completely online, you know, like, it's not, it's no longer, like, a personal conversation, it's no, like, it is, I don't know, it's such a balance, right? Yeah, because I feel like it's such a fine line between people understanding where you're coming from or people blowing things completely out of proportion. Mm Mm-hmm. Like it can, it, it's, it's like you're tiptoeing on this little type tight rope. I feel like almost. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I've, I've done some reading on it of, of, you know, um, 
educators on Instagram and, and especially black and indigenous educators on Instagram of saying like, why, why wouldn't you post that stuff? Why, why wouldn't you post what's important to you? Mm-hmm. And if it's, you know, uh, because of your career, because of like your family members and you don't want to get into it with them and that kind of thing, like stopping and pausing and saying, well, why? Why, why would you want to work for a company that doesn't want you to stand up for people? Like yeah. why, you know, and why, why wouldn't you want to have those active conversations with family members about their misunderstanding or, or their hate even, you know, like why, why wouldn't you? And what, what does your allyship look like if it's not, you know, saying publicly like this, this is what I believe in, this is what I'm going to do, you know? Yeah. But I, but I hear you. It's And I think it's shifting. It's very much shifting of like, I think pre-COVID, it was like, you know, social media is a place where we share pictures of what we're doing with our friends and what we're, you know, like, you know, our family updates and da 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 But now it's like, I don't know, for, for me, and maybe I have like, I absolutely have my own opinion of it, but it's it's like, that's that's what you're projecting out into the world, whether, whether you know it or not. So by... I know my, you know, some friends that I have or family members even that stayed silent, that never posted anything about it. It's like, I, you know, like, is your head in the, in the sand about this, you know? Right. Yeah. I get, yeah, that's totally true. Like for people who wouldn't necessarily know you just observing it as an outsider, it's like, well, I don't know about this. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. I'm just plugging in my laptop. I didn't realize it was dead. Um, yeah, and, and that's what's tough. I I wish it wasn't like that. I wish we didn't have to, like, prove what we were doing online, but I, but I also think that, like, if, if you're doing it, if you're doing the work, you should be proud of it, and you, and you should be, like, shouting it from the rooftops of, like, this, the stuff that's going on is fucked up, and, and I'm going to try to stop it, and so should you, you know, or I'm going to use my privilege for good to do all that I can, you know? Yeah. You know what was really what was really astounding to me? I mean, just because we have so much access to just seeing, like, what goes on now, you know, before it was, like, you would hear about it, like, in the news and, you know, and things get edited down and things get censored. But what was really, like, an absolute shock to me was not only the whole um, George Floyd thing, like, just that... Like that watching that is it's it's actually traumatizing. And then even now so a child, like a nine year old child getting pepper sprayed in the face and then being told that she brought it upon herself. How do you like and I'm it's like I'm literally speechless just thinking about it. Yeah. Cause I because I just it just keeps on happening like over and over and over again and I can't even imagine it for the people who have to talk about this all the time yeah or live through that all the time or see that all the time and and then still having to educate people and still having to have those conversations yeah yeah no I hear you and and that's I yeah I could not even imagine um you know, watching watching that happen, hearing about it in the news, and then turning around and 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 trying to raise kids in this world that that look yeah. exactly like that girl. You know, yeah. how do you 
how do you reckon with that? And that's why, that's what motivates me. And that's what, you know, pushes me to say, like, they shouldn't have to be shouting from the rooftops anymore to come get all of these white women who keep on voting for things that are hurting them. Like, it's, you know, it's up to us now to sit, to stand up and say and post on their Facebook and their Instagram of, like, this is what's happening and it can't be ignored. We can't just ignore it anymore, you know? Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's gross and it's frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, we are coming up on our 45-minute mark here. <gasps> um, that was a extremely excited thing to say for something that we were just talking about, which is very morbid. But um, <laughs> what I what uh, okay, so just to close, sure. just kind of like what we've been talking about. Um, what what is something that you if somebody has you know listen to this whole thing like what is something other than what we just talked about which I think is extremely important to just know or take away from just everything that we talked about yeah um or even something expanding on that or something that we haven't talked about yet yeah 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 I would say that um you know something that's important for me personally and something that you know I've read over and over in articles and and from other educators is that like it's it's not enough just to read anymore and it's not enough to just um you know start a book club I I forget who said it but I'm I'll I'll send it to you of who said it of like you know when when tragedies happen when when racial tragedies happen um you know white women start book clubs and that's that's not enough anymore that's not Yes, absolutely. Do do the work, educate yourself, but then um, but then act. And that's that's what's important for me to post. Um, you know, my feed is very much um, books and mantras and that sort of thing. But I, I always make sure to to put action items in my stories, um, depending on what's going on that week or, or petitions to sign or ways to get active in your community or people to follow and um and that kind of thing that's that's always what I'm I'm trying to to hit home it's not enough to read anymore mm-hmm. to just read please please keep reading <laughs> but do more you know yeah wow she is such an incredible person I I'm so happy to know her and I'm so happy to share what she knows and how she is teaching people through here and oh yeah, I am really really quite proud of that line of the media literacy line that was a that was a good one on my part I must say um if you're not following the empower puff girl instagram account you definitely should she posts about a book every week and a little mantra or a quote and she does the fun tiktok tuesdays or whatever but it's really about the books and the books that she recommends are so amazing i always end up I mean, when the Indigo was open, I would always go to the Indigo and at least spend, like, oh, my God, like, hours in there just reading her suggestions. Um, it's it's quite fantastic. So search up Powerpuff Girl on Instagram. Uh, the girl is spelt with a U, so it's, like, Powerpuff Girl. I don't know. Um, and, yeah, just keep track with her because she is just doing amazing, amazing, wonderful, wonderful things. Uh, and if you're not already following me on Instagram, you can follow me at K-L-U-N-A-U, Kate Luna. 
Um, I'm pretty kick-ass too, I must say so myself. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, this is so embarrassing. Who the fuck cares? Um, yeah, I'm just ecstatic. Like, I just, I'm just ecstatic that I got to catch up with a good friend and that we got to talk about some really important and really interesting and fascinating stuff. And I'm so excited to see what she does and what comes next for her. And... I'm so glad that you listened to this podcast. If you loved this podcast, please share it on Instagram and tag me in it so that I can repost you and share my love as well. And I hope that you have an absolutely beautiful rest of your week and I will see you next time. Bye.